Hello and welcome back to another edition of the K-Pop Roundup Podcast. I'm your host, Ian Arman, and for today's episode, we're going to go on a K-Pop Roundup, rounding up some of my favorite K-Pop songs that come out in the month of February. And for today's episode, we're going to be featuring songs from artists such as Hyunga, Chunga, Got7, and Shiny, so look forward to all of those songs on this week's episode. But before we get into that, of course, if you like the podcast and you like what we do, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. We are available on just about any podcast platform you think of, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to subscribe and leave a 5-star rating on the podcast as it helps it a lot. And last but not least, our social media will be in the podcast description below. Be sure to follow at K-pop, Podcast on Instagram to be updated on things that happen with the podcast. But without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. So to start, we have Hyuna's I'm Not Cool, which was technically released on January 27th. And now, you know, you might be thinking, right, Gian, why are you talking about a song that was released in January? I thought this is supposed to be a show about songs that were released in February. Well, um, I'm including this song in particular for two reasons. One, I immediately regretted that um, I didn't include this song in last month's K-Pop Roundup. And two, well, it's my show and I like this song a lot so i'm gonna include it in here and also um january 27th is in my opinion close enough to february anyway so we are where we are but going back to the song um i really wanted to put this song on here because i i am quite a big fan of hyuna's work actually and if you recall from um the uh K-pop playlist episode that I did last month with Joyce, we put in Hyuna's Bubble Pop in that episode. And, you know, historical significance aside, it's genuinely a really good song. And the fact that it's still really good for a 2011 song, this speaks volumes to how, you know, how well done that song is and how talented Hyuna is as an artist. And, you know, when Hyuna just decides to drop a comeback like this um i feel like it's kind of necessary to do so because again hyuna's just really really talented and this song in particular in that in i'm not cool is it's just really good and you know this says a lot about hyuna as a person because you get this 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 distinct feeling of trailblazingness that's not even a word, but you get what I mean, right? She Hyuna in her own right is such a trailblazer and this song just demonstrates that a lot. And I'm gonna tell you why really soon, but we have to talk about the music first. Um Musically, it's a very in your face sound. Like this whole song is really just in your face in general and I think it's quite fitting for a song like this. Um it's quite EDM, like really like there's a lot of heavy edm vibes with this song which i'm quite a fan of considering this is the kind of song song style like genre that hyuna tends to hang out in anyway so it's very fitting for an artist like her and you know personally for edm songs sometimes they get quite old because you kind of figure out the formula quite quickly but for this song i actually quite like it a lot because the drop 
you know the infamous drop in in any EDM song is done in a way that I actually think is quite different. At least in my opinion, anyway. I might be wrong on that, but I I just like like musically just everything about the song. It's just a really really fun EDM song, which I you know you know if if you were being honest, like you could definitely play this kind of song in a club and you would get people dancing because it just has a sick beat. The sounds are great. Hyuna's a very talented vocalist as well, so you have that too. So you know all of that is great. But what this song really the shining is well the music video that accompanies it and you know I have to say it's a very well done production and it's mainly to do with the vocals I mean not sorry not the vocals but the visuals like I mean, what can you say about Hyuna she is just stunning in this music video and that's not really a surprise because Hyuna is stunning in her own right but everyone just looks gorgeous in this music video honestly like i mean you have that and you also have the fact that everyone is just such a talented dancer as well like you know you would expect that from any idol really but you know the type of dancing that you see in this music video is quite high energy and you know it, it to me I mean, this is coming from someone who can't really dance at all, but you know, it it does look it generally does look really difficult to do. And, you know, I think it requires the amount of skill and dedication that Hyuna and her dancers have in order to pull something off like that. So, you know, that that's great. And, you know, it as I've already mentioned already, like this song just reflects on Hyuna's just trailblazer personality as you know the lyrics um the lyrics is are very very incredibly trailblazy in nature and i say this because you know just in case you don't know like hyuna hyuna as a person and as like a personality um she's one of those few k-pop idols really out there really that have such like distinct ways of thinking that kind of go against the grain of what everyone else tends to do and you know she she's quite infamous in just doing things her way because that's she that's what she wants to do i mean for example um in the in the song actually she there i think there's like a lyric that talks about dawn and if you don't know who dawn is that's actually her boyfriend actually um dawn is from pentagon who is who are a uh, boy group in k-pop and you know their relationship is quite like well documented at this point and i think yeah they're honestly one of the few like relationships in k-pop that are that public like the only other public relationship i can think of in the world of k-pop at the moment is um Hachel and momo from twice and now recently as well because um for context i'm recording this on friday february 26 but um i think the well it's not confirmed confirmed but it seems like G Dragon and Jenny from Blackpink seem to be together just based on what YG Entertainment has said they just don't want to like they're they're like saying it without saying it if that makes sense so you have that so like you know 
you, you don't really see relationships between idols that often and you know hyuna is one of those few people that are just willing to just have everything out in the open like that which you know is significant because you know see relationships tend to be a secret because you know fans get really offended if their idols are in relationships with other people which is another complicated topic in of itself but you know going back to the song like this whole trailblazing personality is just shown in the song like she just it this song just exudes confidence like self-confidence within herself yana as a person and you know it's such a great song on that in that regard because it just shows how much again she's so confident in herself and how much she's she loves herself to the point where she frankly doesn't really care what other people think and she just does what she does because that's what she wants to do and i think one of the more interesting metaphors in this song that you know the lyrics and both and the music video as well use is the reference of a salmosa now i'll be honest i actually didn't know what a salmosa was um while watching the video but i actually had to look it up through some other research and it turns out that a salmosa is actually a snake which shocking i know i actually didn't know south korea had snakes and also apparently this particular breed of snake is also in japan and china which is also interesting as well but bottom line it's a poisonous snake and it actually makes sense when you think about it when you see the music video because there's like multiple instances where hyuna is pictured with i guess a i guess a mannequin of a snake i guess like there's multiple references to snakes in music video itself and in the lyrics too and you know hyuna uses the metaphor of a salmosa to describe her own personality and you know the salmosa is shown to be very powerful and just very strong as like an animal which you would expect because it's a poisonous snake right and you know i think if you wanted to go down like the street of animal metaphors i think a salmosa is probably one of the best metaphors you can think of for hyuna because again as i've already mentioned already hyuna is such a trailblazer and maverick herself and i think being compared to such a ferocious and you know fearless snake is probably one of the perfect metaphors you can think of so yeah it's it, it that's just a great way of using a metaphor in the song and again this song is just fantastic in its own right and you know as i've already mentioned already this so this is actually the title track for her latest ep to come out and i've actually haven't listened to the rest of her ep so i'm definitely looking forward to checking out the rest of her ep because by the looks of it and i've i've listened to small tidbits of it it sounds great and fantastic and i'm honestly looking forward to listening to all of it but moving on to the next song we have chunga and bicycle now this song came out on february 14th as part of her first studio album called quencia i hope i pronounced that right it's in spanish hopefully it's correct but you know much like hyuna right i am i i was hotly anticipating chunga to come out with this album because um okay I think I started to listen to Chunga. Well, in the first year I got into K-pop, of course. But I remember her song. Uh, what was it called now? 
Ah, yes. It was Snapping, which came out back in 2018, I believe. And honestly, like the moment I just saw and listened to that song, I was immediately hooked to her style and her concepts just as an idol because it's just really good. And in a way, right, I I can't help but actually compare Chunga and Hyuna, really. Like, they're, they're both of them as characters, at least as character is not the right word but as like personalities at least on stage feel just really similar to me i mean i feel like the only difference between chunga and hyuna is like chunga is i guess kind of goes about the same like trailblazy attitude in a bit of a different way but the overall like result is the same if that makes sense and you know i just really like that fact about chunga i mean on top of the fact as well, she's just drop get drop dead gorgeous as well. Like, wow, <laughs> I'm still like mesmerized like every time I see her in a music video or if she's like doing like a press junket or whatever because she is, wow, <laughs> and that's all you can really say really. Like she is just stunning in every measure. And you know this song in Bicycle is again another Chunga classic in my opinion. It's just such a good tune, and you know musically, um. One thing I really like about Chunga is the fact that her sound, like at least like the sounds that she puts herself into when in her work, tends to be very internationally influenced, which is very interesting because, be, because I mean I I feel like I can say this because I think out of all the K-pop idols out there, I feel like no one really does music in the way Chunga does. If that makes sense, like you know the music that is usually arranged for her is done in a very international way like it's not well okay in some cases yeah it's done in that kind of style that you would usually associate with k-pop but a lot of her songs especially like snapping or stay tonight like they they just bring out this very international sound like it it sounds very uh, I've remembered this metaphor being used to describe like her music. Like it's kind of like very club. It's like it's like club music, but like in somewhere in Europe, if that makes sense. Like it it has that kind of vibe, and you know that's what I really like about her as a musician and as an artist because she's willing to do these kind of styles that, to be quite honest, don't really like aren't aren't really seen in K-pop as much. So that's great and i think this song is as i've already mentioned is another a great addition to that because it's just really really fantastic like honestly like the first 15 seconds of the song got me hooked right away because it was such a unique way to intro a song and you know also for chunga as well i don't i can't really recall her like doing a intro like the way she did with bicycles so that was really really interesting and also vocally as well i mean Chunga's a very like accomplished and very talented vocalist as well. I mean like it it's honestly stunning for me to know that Chunga is like I think she's like a year older than me. Like I'm twenty-two just for reference, but like I, I find I find it hard to believe that she's actually like that young and like she is like that ridiculously talented. And you know, I think that just says a lot about her talent and her abilities. So there's that, but you know um music video wise um you know if you don't if you haven't seen a chunga uh, music video um basically you would 
you should expect a lot of visual things like a lot of like very fantastical and fantastic visuals in just about every like music video that Chunga is ever in and this is not just because she's a very like beautiful person like this the way that she shoots all of her music videos like all of the concepts behind it are just really really visually appealing like it's just stunning like everyone's stunning and like words can't really describe that at least in my opinion like you kind of need to just watch the videos and like all of the music that she's done already because it it's kind of an indescribable feeling but it's just visually stunning and you just you're just unable to like describe it in a way that you would feel satisfied with if that makes sense but i will say i think one thing i can like properly describe and just just compliment endlessly about chunga is you know visuals aside she much like hyuna is a ridiculously talented dancer like holy smokes again like she is so talented in her craft as a dancer it's insane like you know just outside of bicycle as well like she like puts on a show in terms of dancing because she's always dancing and doing all of the like grandiose like visual dancing moments in just about every music video she that she's made so far and it's really really good like also i should also compliment her team as well because they do so much and also just enhancing like all of the action that's happening in the video as well and you know, I think also like Chunga has been on record to say that, you know, without without her dance team, like I I think there was a moment when like an interviewer wanted to refer to like her background dancers as background dancers, but like Chunga like adamantly like like denied or like just refused to call her like background dancers that because that like Chunga's like background dancers are actually her friends in real life so like you know there's all of that as well which i think is really really sound from her like my respect for her goes up immensely just because of that reason but you know it's bottom line is like chunga is just ridiculously talented as a dancer and she i think because of her ability she's able to do just such memorizing things in the music videos as well which i'm sure for like directors who are in charge of making these music videos like they must have such a blast like trying to come up with new ways for chunga to dance and also do it in such a interesting and appealing way that you know audiences have never seen before so there's always that as well but you know i think this all of this this comes down comes i mean comes back rather to the fact that it in my personal opinion like chunga in my opinion is probably one of the just most well-rounded k-pop idols out there at the moment and i say this because well she for one can sing very very well like she's a very talented vocalist two she just has like all of the extra bits that you would usually ask of an idol as well she, she has that down pat like her personality's great like all of that's great great she does media great as well like all of that is great and like you know her dancing is also phenomenal as well and you know i feel like i need to say this because i feel like you know this is not like disrespecting any other idols out there because every, I, I i'm a big fan of other idols as well but you know 
you you will be hard pressed to find a K-pop idol that is well rounded in every single category that I've just mentioned, and you know for the most part that's totally okay if you're not well rounded with all of those aspects because usually, you know, it, other aspects of your talents can kind of mitigate those weaknesses so to speak, but you know. Whenever you see someone like Chunga come around, like you know that she's one of those few in the industry that can literally do everything. Like it's insane and crazy how talented Chunga is. And honestly, this going forward, because I know this is like her first studio album, right? And you know, she she ha- she honestly has an incredibly bright future ahead of her. And I cannot wait to see what Chunga does next because. Like she is gonna be a rising star. Like she she is a rising star already. But she is gonna like to me. She's probably gonna exceed to the top, at least in at least in a few years at least because she is so ridiculously talented. And you know, the company that she's under seems to be you know taking care of her quite well, and they're giving her the opportunity to shine like this. So, you know, it's just very, very exciting for her. And it's exciting for me as well to follow her journey as a K-pop idol because who knows what she's going to do next because she can do so much. Like, her potential is genuinely insane. And again, I'm so looking forward to see what she does next. Moving on to the next song, we have GOT7's Encore, which was a song that was released back on February 14th. And unfortunately, I kind of hate to say this, but this was also a thank you and goodbye song for fans of GOT7. And this is mainly because, um, just in case you don't know, um, GOT7 was, was, I should say unfortunately, a was a boy group that was part of JYP Entertainment. And they've been around JYP for seven years now. I think they started back in 2015, I believe. But, oh, actually, more like 20... Yeah, more like 2015-2014. But um, anyway, like they basically their contract expired last month back in January and JYP decided to not renew their contract. So that means all of the members of GOT7 are basically released from JYP. And at the moment, that kind of means it's the end of GOT7 for now. But I should say... Um, I feel that would be kind of a disservice I didn't, I didn't say this, but, you know, some of the members of GOT7 have been on record to say that, you know, the group might, you know, come back together at a future time and a future date, which, you know, opens the possibility of them doing a comeback in the future, which I generally hope they do said comeback in the future on their own because um, just listening to this song and some other songs in their discography, um, it's a mighty shame that they had the breakup because they are a incredibly talented group and i say this because you know um i'll be honest i didn't get into got seven not because i didn't like them or anything but i just didn't i i didn't have the time <laughs> to do it which sounds arguably worse but you know I, there's just so many like k-pop groups out there like it's hard to get to everyone so um you know got seven is unfortunately on the list where I need to get to them but just listening to this I feel like they're definitely on my priority list now because as I already mentioned they're incredibly talented and you know it also kind of brings up the question as to why they had to leave JYP now um, for me um, 
when I like heard about this news back in January, um, I was kind of aware about what was going on with GOT7 because I've seen articles like written by JYP and from other sources that, you know, there was management issues going on with GOT7 and JYP because for whatever reason, JYP wasn't, you know, promoting GOT7 for whatever reason, who knows why, but that that was a situation that occurred. And, you know, fast forward a few months, um, just for context, those articles, I think they were released back in September, August of 2020. So, you know, as already, as of, as I'm saying, like a few months later in January, they've been let go by the company, which it just seems like a very odd decision because, you know, just seeing their discography and the work that they've done already, they, they are an incredibly talented bunch of group, bunch of people. And it's just perplexing, sorry, perplexing to me. Why on earth did JYP decide to let them go? Now, I should say, we don't know the whole story. I mean, like, we don't know what goes on behind the management of JYP and, like, how they manage their idols and whatnot. But, you know, it just from the outside looking in, it just seems really, really odd. And unfortunately, JYP... I mean, not JYP, but GOT7 is is put on the ever-growing list of artists that have been let go by JYP in the past. And, you know, this this list of released artists are arguably, you know, pretty talented and pretty successful in their own right after, J, after leaving JYP. And, you know, those artists include Jay Park, who was, you know, as we've seen already, has went on to basically create his own company and become successful in his own right. Um, who else? Um, Sunmi um, was someone who was part of JYP. Then she was let go, and she's gone on to do things on her own and been successful in her own right. Uh, who else? Oh, Yerin Bake, like one of the artists that I'm obsessed with her music about for the past like six to eight months like she's incredibly talented as an artist yet she was let go by jyp for whatever reason and you like you know you know like the list goes on and on and on and you know it just comes back to the question of why on earth does such a star-studded list of artists been let go by jyp for whatever reason now as i already mentioned already we may never know why but you know, it's just one of those things that's just unfortunate and just really, really confusing from the outside. But, you know, back to the song. Um, as I already mentioned in the beginning of this bit, um, this was a thank you song for fans of GOT7 that have been, you know, at their side for at least five to seven years now. And, you know, this song is very much dedicated to them and also to their brotherhood as a group as well, which I think is very, very touching to see as you know like this this song in a way at the moment hopefully touch wood is you know kind of signifying the end of an era because obviously like this song is meant to be like a farewell song to them as a group and also to all of the fans that have been loyally supporting them for the past seven years now and you know it as i already mentioned it's very very heartfelt in that way and you see this in the lyric in in the music as well because you know musically it's a very very simple song this song is meant for the lyrics that they want to to convey and you know you see that and you know this this seeing the subtitled version too like it, you can really tell that all of the members of got seven like genuinely really do mean what they say and they're very genuine about it because you know 
I imagine for them in their position, like this is like the end of a very, very long and exciting adventure for them because they've managed to just do things that, you know, for most people is honestly impossible and is a dream. And, you know, it's, I think for them, it's kind of a shame that it had to end this way, but at the same time, they want to end on a very happy note. And I think this song does that. It's a very melancholy song that, you know, recognizes the sadness of the situation and the fact that, you know, they're 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 being broken up because of reasons they cannot control. But, you know, at the same time, they're very thankful for the fact that they had the chance to, you know, experience everything that they've done for the past seven years. And, you know, I think I think at the end of the day too, like in the music video, it's it's honestly very, very home video like like it i think also as well i've seen this in the comments of like the video on youtube like apparently one of the members of the group um f was in charge of producing everything which totally makes sense because it's just a bunch of footage of them just practicing the song and i think on top of being thankful for everything i think they're just grateful that they they got to meet each other and that they're all like very good friends with each other and you know i think that for fans and for them as well i think that's the best thing to come out of the situation because you know no matter what happens right like they're still good friends like i don't think anything will break that i mean i heavily doubt anything will break that at this point and you know even though they might be in different parts of the world because you know their careers might might drag them into different places like they still have each other in a way and i think that's i think of all things is very touching and i think that's comforting for fans to know as well because you know that they're i imagine for a lot of got seven fans i'm sure this this abrupt end is being taken hard by by a lot of people because you know like i think we also have to recognize as well that you know got seven is being broken up in the middle of a pandemic like they you know outside of like virtual events i'm not sure if they've had any or even even or even if they had like virtual concerts and whatnot but you know like they never really got a chance to properly say goodbye to their idols you know like it, that, that i think that must be heartbreaking for them too in a way like now granted right like you can't really change that because for obvious reasons and like the pandemic isn't like gonna like disappear in a flash but you know i think i think if got seven could decide how they want to end their journey as a group i'm sure they would want to like end it in front of their fans in a packed concert or like a packed stadium and just you know perform their hearts out and you know give their fans one final like meaningful goodbye in like their in like the grandiose fashion of like their music and whatnot but you know unfortunately it wasn't meant to be which is unfortunate but i do think in the video um i think the thank you aspect of the video like like they literally like stop the video the song to say like thank you personally to all of their fans i think is a very nice touch as well so i think for the music video i think it was very appropriate and again it was just a very wholesome song and i think is might not be like the the most ideal dedication to their fans but considering the situation and the world we live in today i think it's a dedication and a thank you that could not be done better so you know props to got seven for just coming together one last time for now to you know say thank you for, to their fans for all of their dedication for the past seven years but moving on from got seven we have the final group that we're going to be featuring on this week's 
um, K-pop roundup, and it's Shiny with their song called "Don't Call Me." Now, this song was released on February 22nd and was part of their latest EP that released called "Don't Call Me." And I think, I think if we're being totally honest with ourselves, I think out of all of the groups and artists that debuted this month, I think Shiny's comeback was probably one of the most hotly anticipated comebacks. It arguably a very long time because well it's shiny <laughs> i mean well what else can you say and you know i have to admit right i didn't get to listen to shiny while they were active because you know i i got into them like a year after they did their last thing back in 2018 based on what i've seen and you know i've been listening to their discography lately and i'm just mesmerized by all of the music that they've done already like for me um, one of my honestly, honest to God, like one of my favorite K-pop albums ever, is I believe their fourth studio album that they released back in um, what year was it? Oh, it, back in twenty fifteen, which is called "Married to the Music." And I think for a lot of shiny fans out there, I mean, like this is probably one of the most iconic albums ever. And I think, in my opinion, is like just outside of shiny as well like this is honest to god like probably one of the best k-pop albums ever at least in the past 10 years anyway because it's just it's just ridiculously good like it it has like the full package it's so well-rounded and every song on that particular album is a bop and you know i think for me i just jive with everything that's everything about shiny because I, I just love their musical style. Like it for me it just it just jives with my musical tastes. And you know, going into this song, I was anticipating quite of a lot. And I uh, I have to say like it didn't disappoint because musically this was really really good. And you know, just listening to the song, um it's distinctly shiny. Like the style of the song musically is very similar, but at the same time, they they decided to experiment with a different sound this time. And usually with Shiny, you kind of like anticipate like this very like funky, like retro esque kind of sound with their music, but this time they went for a more different electronic sound. Like it, it to me kind of falls a bit more on the gritty, grungier side. But for me, I really, really liked it because it, it just, it just set the tone to be something really, really different, and I think arguably something that we haven't really seen from Shiny in quite a while, like at least something different anyway, and you know, like just everything about the instrumental was great. Like I loved the beat behind it. Like it just had a very sick track beat, which was fantastic, and I think set the tone for the song as well. And you know, as is per usual with shiny like everyone is vocally talented and you know i have to say like harmonies are like, totally on point chef's kiss moi like everyone's like vocals is great and you know i mean granted right like you would expect that from an sm group but you know it's shiny and they just do it differently and it's just really really good and you know i think also i want to point this out as well because i think arguably one of my favorite parts of this song musically is probably the bridge and i think honestly the bridge is really really interesting because granted it's kind they kind of use the same like 
structure that they've used they used like earlier in the song but instead they kind of yeah i mean like they they added a piano to kind of complement like everyone singing at that moment and it just added this extra dark eerie feeling and i just really really like that like it just it just it just made it feel different if that makes sense like it i just really really like that about the bridge and it's just really really good on its own and it's just it's just fantastic it's such a great song and you know music video wise um like visually it's what do you expect from shiny it's a fantastically just visually stunning music video um i really i especially like the concept as well because it feels very cyberpunk-esque i guess like um it's funny actually like in writing the script for this i kind of described the video as like a post-apocalyptic kind of thing but i think cyberpunk-esque is a bit more appropriate just based this based on like the fashion of everyone as well which i I quite liked as well. I was kind of a big fan of that too, and you know, I think the visuals and the con the visual concept of the music video really does mesh well with the gritty sounding just sounds that the song was producing. And I think both of those things just made for something really, really special in my opinion. And it's just really, really good. And also, I mean, you also have to say like as with most K-pop idols. Shiny's ability to dance is incredibly on point. Like I've seen interviews from like guest composers that you know usually like, and with SM especially like they usually get like composers and whatnot from abroad to basically produce all of their music and you know they always comment about how t like ridiculously talented Shiny actually is in terms of dancing, and you see that here like it's just really really good and. Yeah, it's just genuinely fantastic. And, you know, I also should say, um, I believe, like, the chorus dance or, like, the dance that they had at the verse is really, really good as well, specifically, mainly because of its viral viability, I guess. Like, its ability to be viral on social media. Like, I, like I'm sure you know what I'm talking about if you've seen the video, but... Um, that particular dance is so TikTokable, it's insane. Like, if I if I don't see like people on TikTok doing that exact dance, I'd actually be genuinely surprised because it's just really, really good on its own right. And um, you know, outside of all of these visuals and like all of the music and whatnot, um, I do find like the lyrics and like the overall story of the music video and the song to be really interesting because it's in essence a breakup song it's a very interesting breakup song considering it's cyberpunk nature but you know like the lyrics for the most part talk about ignoring an ex by saying you know not to call them and i i find that really interesting because considering how long shiny hasn't really been in the spotlight because it's been three years that's a very long time in the k-pop world like i kind of figured maybe shiny would do a more lighter comeback like in terms of concept i guess if that makes sense like i didn't think shiny would go this dark i guess if that makes sense but they did and you know i thought maybe that might that might not be the best idea like before like listening to this song but i i'm i'm happy to note that i'm like I'm so wrong on that take because as I've already mentioned already, this song, the song and like the EP that I've listened to, by the way, it's, it's just a bop. 
it's just really really good and i think that it also speaks to shiny as well because you know they have they like they have the bravery and the confidence in themselves to know that you know they can like they can do a concept like this and do incredibly well no matter how long they've been on hiatus and you know it i think it says a lot about them and you know i'm really excited and and really anticipating what they're gonna do next because you know that now that they're back like what's the, what's the next thing gonna be you know like it, it'll be really really interesting to see what they do next and you know this out this ep is such a great start and again it 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 just reintroduces them into the k-pop industry again because as i already mentioned already like they've been gone for kind of a while and you know i'm sure for a lot of new k-pop fans out there um, they probably never heard of Shiny before, and you know this is probably a good opportunity for them to discover, like how, just how talented Shiny are, and just how like amazing their music actually is. So I'm really glad that they're back, and I'm really anticipating to see what they do next, as I already said. But on that note, that concludes this week's episode of K-pop Roundup. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Um, I I, I just really like the lineup that I had for this show because all of them are bops in their own right and they're all genuinely fantastic and it's actually kind of a shame actually as well because there was actually a few more songs that i had to leave out because i needed to leave it to four unfortunately but so if if you want to see more of my favorite songs from february i'll probably be posting an insta story about it tomorrow so be on the lookout for that if you want to see more of my favorite songs from february but other than that um Wherever you are in this gigantic world of ours, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of K-Poparama. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and be sure to tune in next week as we dive into more of the How You Wave. But on that note, this is Gian from K-Poparama signing off. Take care and have a brilliant weekend, everybody. Peace. Bye-bye.